morning. We have officially reached the three episode milestone, so cue that applause. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'd highly suggest you go listen to our previous episode or episode one, The Backstory. It lays out perfectly what we're about here at The Maverick Show. Oh, and before we start, I want to deeply thank those that have already decided to leave a review on Apple Podcast. Shout out to Rebecca156 at Maverick's second biggest fan. Those are my friends showing some love from Seattle. But thank you, you two, for those kind words. You will forever be immortalized as the fourth and fifth person to rate the show. So hey, if you feel led, join those two heroes and leave a rating. On to the show. What will people think? Those four words have killed more dreams than you can possibly fathom. It is the one flaw we all share, the innate need for others to value and validate our mere ideas. And this truly fascinates me. And I was chatting with my friend the other day and she opened up about her dream to start her own blog. She's always been a phenomenal writer and she finally, after a few years, decided now is the time to begin. And it was all smiles and giggles up until she said, what will people think? I replied abruptly with confidence, what does it matter what people think? She rebuttaled, what if they don't like it? I rebuttaled, what if they do? Silence. She thought about it and continued, I don't know. The conversation continued and it steered away, but she managed to find her common sense finally and decided to continue her dream of starting her blog. I was pleased. And this got me thinking, how many people forfeit their dreams upon arriving at the question, what will people think? Or even better, what if they don't like it? And furthermore, how many people never manage to dig deep enough to say, what if they do? I mean, what if they really do like what I'm doing? What if it brings value? What if it makes someone's day a little bit brighter? What if? But no, the vast majority of us find ourselves in a heated debate within the coliseum of our mind fighting against ourselves. Because at the end of the day, those that seek others' opinions ironically only look for discouragement. They are looking for anyone to disagree with them to validate their suspicion. They actually want to fail. You see, our mind operates faster than we can keep up with it. Our mind directs our whole body behind a veil of secrecy called the subconscious. For example, you don't even know you're automatically breathing right now. Which leads me to my point. 90% of our behavior is caused by our subconscious mind, which we are not even aware of most of the time. So those that look for people to disagree with them will find just that. Those that look for encouragement will find just that. The reason for this is because of our subconscious compass. It has a bias towards what the goal is at hand. If you're hungry, your mind blurs out anything that has nothing to do with food. And the further your hunger prevails, the harder your mind tries to solve the problem. This may result in the intellectual term called hangry. I'm hungry and I'm angry. <laughs> and if you substitute food with disagreement or anything in the example I just mentioned, the same thing will play out. Your mind will do anything it can to meet your needs. And so anything encouraging is blurred out and the result is your wishes coming true. And in a more simpler term, Whatever you anticipate is likely to happen. If you seek other people's opinion, but anticipate bad feedback, your mind will fulfill your demand. It will only look for bad feedback. I'll leave you with this. Maybe your life is a result of your thinking. Maybe, just maybe, you actually dictate 
the outcome of every situation. Maybe your life isn't bad. Rather, you're looking for bad in your life. Maybe there is good in every bad scenario, and if you try to look for it, I'm almost certain you'll find it. If you look for a wonderful life, you will find a wonderful life. Grazie. Ciao.